Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey guys and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes and today I want to talk about the power of the moon, the power of the moon cycles, change and how we can use the moon to really enhance our lives. So most of you probably if you follow my work online or have followed my work over the last years in books will be more than aware of the moon cycles. And obviously, you know, we've had a few moonologers, astrologers and numerologists all come on the podcast over the years to share their wisdom, obviously, with us on the moon cycles, what we can expect with the moon, why we should use the moon. So I'm going to recap our memory on that, of course, um, and tell you from a law of attraction and manifesting perspective why it's important. But also I want to give you some real examples of how powerful the moon cycles can really be. And also we'll use a bit of astrology in this as well because astrology can equally be as powerful. So just giving you that awareness of how the moon cycles mixed with astrology can really benefit your manifestations and desires. And you're probably noticing actually that they're quite heightened now because of the time of year we're in. We've just had eclipse season. We've come out of Mercury retrograde and we've just had a really powerful full moon in Capricorn. So this is why it feels so potent and why I'm sharing this because you're probably going to feel this potency as well in your life with your desires too. So let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the basics. So as you may or may not be aware, we have a full moon and new moon, normally about two weeks apart from one another. And sometimes we even have two full moons in a month. And this is a blue moon, so that's a full moon. So if you have two full moons in a month, it's a blue moon. And that's why they say once in a blue moon. Um, But actually, blue moons are quite common. So it's not as rare as the term states, ironically. So a new moon is essentially a great time to manifest. So it's really about sowing the seeds, nurturing the soil, setting the intentions, and is a fantastic energy to manifest in. So 
With the new moon and full moon, you don't have to do these rituals and practices specifically on the day. You can do them a couple of days before, a couple of days after. The energy is still potent, the energy is still there. So whenever you see me posting on Instagram, it's a new moon or it's a full moon, don't worry. All the practices and rituals I share on those, you can do a day before, day after, a couple of days after, the energy is still there. But if you can do it on the day, obviously top brownie marks for that. So the new moon is all about manifesting, setting the intentions, sowing the seeds and really setting your manifestations and desires for the next 30 days. So the types of things you can set, just like law of attraction, can be absolutely anything, but really focus on what you want to call in over the next 30 days. It's not really an opportunity to write down your lifelong goals, your five-year goals, your year goals. It's really about breaking down those bigger goals, maybe into steps and actionable steps you can take each month to achieve that bigger goal. It's saying, okay, what do I wanna manifest this month? How would I like to feel? What are five personal goals? What are five work goals? What's a money goal I would like to achieve this month? So think of it on a 30-day basis. It's always cycle to cycle, so lunar cycle. So that's your kind of like your month as such. So really, what do you want to manifest in the next 30 days? So the moon is fantastic for this opportunity to manifest things, lunar cycle to lunar cycle, 30-day cycles. But as you'll find out, obviously they can help with more longer term things as well with the stories I'm going to share today. Um, but essentially when you're setting those intentions for your moon practices, your moon rituals, it's normally based upon a 30 day basis. So that's what you should be doing on a new moon. And obviously you can find these dates out by following me on Instagram. I always bloom and post what's going on astrology wise, moonology wise. And obviously on Google, you can find out the new moon and full moon dates as well and what signs they're in. But again, all of this is posted on my channels constantly. So do keep an eye out as well. And if you're in the manifestation membership, then obviously we do new moon and full moon circles every single month on the full moon and new moon. And you get all of this in your workbooks too. So the full moon is two weeks later after the new moon and it's really a time of releasing and letting go. So the full moon, people tend to set intentions on full moons. And I say, you know, it's not, you know, I'm never gonna say don't do something, trust your intuition, but ultimately the focuses and really the energy of a full moon is releasing and letting go. So what are you ready to release and let go of now to create the space for your desires. So a great ritual to do is to write down, you know, any emotions, things, people, stresses, whatever that have, you know, been potent for you. What are you ready to let go of now? Limiting beliefs, fears, maybe it is. And write it all down on a list. And again, I have new moon and full moon rituals over on my website under my blog. So you can find all of this with step-by-step guides on there with tips and tricks too. So please make sure to go check those out. So write it all down and then burn your list. A great thing to do on a full moon is to burn your list, release it to the universe, release it up and clear it away. And if you can't burn it because of safety reasons, obviously health and safety first, then obviously you could destroy it, flush it, rip it up, shred it, um, whatever feels good to you in terms of destroying that. So that's a great thing to do on a full moon. So ideally really what you should be doing is then on the next new moon so 30 days later you then obviously check in with your new moon list from the previous month and your through it you know your desires your manifestations should have come into fruition in that 30 day period so don't necessarily by the full moon be like whoa i have they haven't appeared they probably might start to have appeared but actually give it the full 30 days it's always the 30 day cycle that we go by in moonology, in astrology, well, astrology can be different, obviously, but moonology specifically. So 
that's your new moon and full moons in a quick five minute breakdown. <laughs> um, so hopefully that's given you some indication if you haven't done new moon or full moon rituals before. Like I said, everything's on my website and I post it all on my social media and in the membership too constantly. So you'll never miss them. You'll never miss them with me. So how they can impact is them. So we know that the new moon is obviously a great time for manifesting. And what I really wanted to talk to you guys about today is also change and how the moon cycles really can bring that change in. So how this was really highlighted and brought to my attention was with the recent full moon in Capricorn, which was a couple of weeks ago now. And with it, it was it was a super moon, it was a strawberry moon. So it was very potent energy and it just really felt very nostalgic. And the main theme, which my good friend, Caitlin Carehart, who's a astrologer and neurologist posted on her Instagram, was looking back to the new moon in January. So it was saying when we had the new moon in Capricorn, so looking at the Capricorns, Capricorns. So when we had the new moon in Capricorn in January, what were the focuses then? So what was feeling particularly potent? What was feeling, you know, what what were we focusing on? What were we worried about? What were we anxious about? What was something we really wanted to manifest at that point? And then here and now, as we've passed through summer solstice, as we've we've passed through eclipse season, as we've passed through Mercury retrograde, as we're at that six month mark, that full moon in Capricorn, so the completion of the Capricornness, what, where are we now and what have we manifested? So me, Caitlin and my friend sat down and we were like, oh my God, this is actually trippy. So not only is that a real big focus of this full moon, every single one of us could sit there and say that every single manifestation we were worried about in January or were like, oh, where is it? Why isn't it happening? Every single one of them had literally just come into fruition for us. And me and Caitlin especially were sat there like, fuck, like, shit, we did that. Like, these are massive things that we've wanted for years. And we've used the moon cycles. I mean, ironically, on the new moon in Capricorn, we were probably complaining more than um, setting intentions, but those were our focuses as we came into 2021. These were our focuses saying, you know, this is what we really want to call it and this is what our focus is on. And obviously six months later, here we are, we all have those desires. And, you know, we've been celebrating that in our friendship group, um, you know, massively celebrating George right now for some massive, amazing abundance he's manifested. Same with Caitlin, same with me. And, you know, we were just having a conversation reflection of like, isn't it actually crazy that each one of us have been trying to manifest these massive things, which all were in different areas of our lives, completely different. It wasn't all just work. It wasn't all personal life. Every single desire was different. And most of us, especially me, Caitlin and George had been doing inner work for years on these things. And we were like, right, we want this thing. Like we're doing the inner work. This is our one dream, our one goal, whatever it is. And each and every one of us all manifest these things. I mean, mine was a little bit over time, but we all officially got the official manifestation in the same week as one another around this full moon in Capricorn. And we were just taking stock of this and we're like, isn't it actually crazy that this each one of our massive manifestations has come in after or during this eclipse season with this full moon in Capricorn And it was just a really nice reflective moment of all of us to feel super grateful and super appreciative. And, you know, it really got me thinking and it was like, actually, when I look back at the last six months of my life, like, whoa, that changed. I mean, I'm 27 at the moment, nearly 28. So I'm in my Saturn return as we speak. 
so for me, massive change. I knew this was on the cards. I knew that reinventing myself, reinventing a lot of things in my life was going to happen. And I look back at the last year of my life and I'm like, whoa, like that feels like a lifetime ago. Like I feel like I've walked through a whole lifetime in the last year alone, let alone the last six years of my spiritual awakening. I feel like I've walked through multiple timelines and you know, lives and loads of things. And then the last six months is even crazier because it's like, whoa, like all this shift and change and all these things I'd wanted for years but felt really stuck because it wasn't the right timing or I had inner work or I had things to clear and deal with. Whoa, when I really aligned up, whoa, like six months, are you kidding me? And I look at like every single thing that's happened in work, in personal life, Luna coming into my life, these manifestations coming into my life, it's actually really trippy and it's actually really magical and it's really just a moment of appreciation if I'm honest of being like whoa like okay I know I'm writing my book three but Jesus like the universe is delivering here to be able to write that book three and it's just phenomenal and you know to see my friends as well like you know my close friends and peers obviously I celebrate everybody and you guys but because I know and speak to my friends regularly and see their struggles and you know support them as a friend and always want to see them like getting these massive things in their life it's phenomenal to see that as well and obviously I'm a big crier so when they told me these things I was just bawling my eyes out because that's what you get from me when you tell me happy news even my clients I just bawl my eyes out because it makes my heart so happy to see people achieving things they've wanted for years, which have felt tough, that have felt impossible, that have felt unfair at some times for them. Like I've sat there and thought, why isn't this happening for them? Like there's no reasoning. So it just feels really good that we've all hit that that almost stage where we've seen such change and shift where us three specifically haven't seen that for a while, whereas other people have experienced that maybe last year or, you know, six months prior, whatever. So we all were like, isn't it funny how this Capricorn full moon and Capricorn new moon cycle for six months has really worked? And Caitlin's always saying this to me. She's always like, you know, and if you're in the membership, you would have seen her amazing workshop on this when we did numerology month. Um, you know, where basically essentially look at what house the new moon and full moon's in. So she gave the amazing example of how she manifested her current partner, where she had her new moon in her seventh house, which is her love house, relationship house. And each year you have one new moon in your seventh house, which is the optimum time. And her friend said to her, this is the time to call in that guy. So she wrote a list of all the things and she said it was like pages and pages and pages long um, of all the things this guy was gonna be and have. Um, and two weeks later, she met her current partner. I think it was at the gym or, you know, she met him randomly. I think it was at the gym. I can't remember now, but it was somewhere random. Two weeks later, literally two weeks after writing that list, on that new moon in her seventh house. So really it's, you know, looking and utilizing the time. So do follow Caitlin because she talks about this. She has videos on her Instagram about how to identify what house the new and full moon is in um, and also what the houses mean as well, because that has to help too. So we'll also, well, there'll always be a theme on the new and full moon for ourselves. So, you know, I've had like, oh gosh, in the last year, so many flipping, 
full moons and new moons and every eclipse in like the 12th house, which is like death, rebirth, letting go. And I've needed every single one of them. Like every single time Cadence be like, oh, it's in this house for Yama. I'm like, wow, spot on. So even these things of like learning to look up the houses and what that means for you and what energy that new moon and full moon is gonna bring you is actually really great awareness because just like in Caitlin's example, if you can identify what new moon, um, what house that new moon is in, you can manifest to your advantage as well, just like Caitlin did with that relationship example. I've done it too with money, with abundance, like something's been in my work and career house and Caitlin's like, perfect time to launch that, perfect time to do this and boom, you know, it, it's gone really well, like way better than I expected. So there's things like that that are really, really great to use in life, in your career, in your business, in your love life. Like the new and full moons can be so, so powerful. And I really do think we can owe a lot to the new moon and full moon in terms of manifestation, in terms of healing, in terms of a lot of things, of awareness of things coming up. So yeah, like I think it's just awesome when you can look at those examples of like, you know, me, George and Caitlin and be like, wow, like that's three people who have worked so freaking hard for all of their goals, <laughs> especially these manifestations. And actually all of us, it was crazy to the week. We all got them one after the other. And I mean, Luna came a bit before, obviously Luna came in April, but you know, it's just crazy for me to look at that six month journey and say, wow, okay, so not only did I manifest Luna, I manifested something else, which has been, you know, something I've wanted for a while, which is phenomenal. And six months ago, my life looked so different, like so different where I was healing my health and my health was my focus. And I really, really had to cultivate divine balance, like my body and my health and the universe was like, stop woman, like stop. Like your health needs your attention. So from giving myself this, you know, six month process almost to take my energy back to, you know, scale down on work and not take on so many one-to-one -one clients, for example, by making sure everything in my work is not burning me out and not stressing me out has been phenomenal. Like, oh my God, the changes that has brought to myself is phenomenal. But also my manifestations too, where actually I've created so much space in my life that my manifestations, boom, 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 boom. Whereas before it felt stuck, but it felt stuck because there was no space for them. And it felt stuck because of inner work that needed to happen. It felt stuck because divine timing as well, definitely. So I know that this is the season where it's been the perfect time to receive this change in my life. But I think some people are always like, change is scary, like, ah, and I think it can be overwhelming sometimes. Like sometimes, I, like recently I've sat down, I've thought, whoa, whoa, like you've literally, you're in a whole different life now, which is exciting and great and a new adventure, which is, you know, amazing. But also you almost like not miss the old routine. I mean, obviously I'm a Virgo. I'm always going to love routine, right? But I think it, it's that kind of energy that comes with it where it feels uncertain and you're like, oh God, I now have to like almost navigate uncharted waters again and I have to find my rhythm in this new phase of my life or this new rhythm in whatever it is and I think a lot of people resist change or they resist receiving their desires because actually the the fear of change the fear of bringing that in and what change that means in their life it can be intimidating it can be scary sometimes and I think 
for anybody who feels that way, like, let me reassure you, trust me, it's so much worse to stay stuck. It is so much more painful to stay stuck, to not receive and to be almost like a boulder in that that stream of abundance blocking everything. Like it, it's painful, it's restrictive, it's icky, right? Whereas when you're that flow, when you're that water, which is flowing through that stream of abundance as such, you're flowing with the universe. And even if change feels unpredictable, even if change feels scary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You feel supported. And I do feel supported. And it's almost like that energy of knowing that the universe is literally guiding me to where I'm meant to be right now. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be in this phase. And this phase is exciting. This is the phase I've wanted for so long. So actually in this phase, who's ever here? And how can I navigate this? And how can I enjoy this as well? I think enjoying the change as well is something which people may resist out of fear, out of yeah, like I think we've changed, there does come fear and limiting beliefs because even if you've done all the inner work in the land, which I definitely do, and I know a lot of other people do as well, you're still gonna get fears come up, you're still gonna get limiting beliefs come up. And I think for me, like I would say to my friends, like, whoa, like where's this come from? And they're like, Emma, every single person fears things. Every single person has these thoughts. Every single person fears this in their life when these things happen or change happens. And I really had to be gentle with myself and compassionate and be like, look, you've gone through a lot. Like there's only so much work you can do by yourself before, you know, life circumstances come in and things change. And then you have to work on the job as well. You also have to heal on the job. You have to, you know, learn and adapt and move forwards in that healed stage on the job. Like you can't prepare for that. You know, it's like going to a job, right? You can prepare for it all you want, but actually when you're on the job, there's gonna be surprises. It's gonna be unpredictability. They might be like, right, actually you may have trained in that, but yeah, we're also gonna train you in this and now you're gonna do this. So it's exactly the same as life. We can't predict that we're just gonna be absolutely fine. You know, the universe is always gonna give us, you know, growth. It's gonna give us experiences to help us grow and expand even more. And my point of it saying about being stuck is also because 
when you're not stuck and when you are flowing and when you are in that stream of abundance and you're allowing yourself to receive the very things you want, it feels expansive. It feels like a breath of fresh air. It feels calm. And I'm writing about this in my new book at the moment, actually, about you know it's meant for you by the way it feels. And when you do receive your desires, aligned abundance as well. Let me just rephrase this. This is what I'm writing about. Aligned abundance and manifestation, things that are for you and in alignment for your highest good. You know they're meant for you by the way they feel because I've had this before in my life where I've received manifestations and I'm like, great, that's it. But my nervous system has like been like, ah, and I felt anxious and I felt on edge and I just felt anxious is the only way I could describe it is tense my body was tense my nervous system was stressed and you know how those things panned out how those manifestations panned out was dead on to how my nervous system responded whereas in this space in my life my nervous system is calm yes because I've done the inner work but also because these things are aligned so actually by noticing how your nervous system feels around your desires is so important even before they've manifested tune into the core energy and emotion of your desires how does your nervous system feel because that's how you know when something is for you versus not for you is by how it makes you feel if it makes you feel calm and expansive and just like a breath of fresh air and just relaxation your body is soft and just relaxed oh hell that's for you. If your body is tense and you're kind of like anxious or there's like an anxiety to it, it feels like restrictive. That's not to say it's not for you, but I would really question whether your version of it is not in alignment. And it's not saying the ultimate desire of career or relationship or whatever it is, isn't in alignment. It might just be how you're seeing things is not in alignment. So it might be that actually helping people in the job that you want to actually maybe there's a better job that allows you to help people but it's just slightly different but it's going to serve you so much better and be so much more in alignment so it's really about getting out your own way and also looking at whether it's you know how your nervous system responds but if it is responding anxiety or feeling that restrictiveness then I think, you know, you have to question, like, is this something I want in my life if it's making me feel like this? Like, I'm gonna say no for you. Like, listen to that, no, you don't want that. There are things that can make you feel calm and safe and that expansive energy. So you'll know it's for you by the way it feels, but bringing this, circling this all back to moon cycles, to change, you know, change can be scary, of course, because it is uncharted waters. And one thing one of the coaches I work with said to me, um, my good friend Cameron, who I love to pieces, he said, you know, Emma, you want to control everything. (laughs) He was like, you want to control everything. But he said, honestly, the only advice I can give you is you're gonna have to wing this and be present. And he was like, there's no answer anybody can give you other than be present and take everything day by day and you know, go from there. Like there is no reason why, you know, and even he said he was like fears and limits, you know, not limiting beliefs, but fears and thoughts are normal. And it's how we perceive them. It's how we receive them. And it's how we then move forwards from that. And especially when you've gone through trauma, especially when you've gone through things or experiences in your life that are traumatic or have really shaped you, like there are gonna be elements and facets of that that do come up. 
in, you know, in the future or maybe when you're just sat down doing nothing, you know, but there's no rule to any of this. Healing is not linear and it may not even be that you haven't healed it. It may just be coming up to say, hey, right, now you're in this phase of your life. How are you going to respond differently? How are you going to, you know, change and, and be present for yourself? How are you not going to drag the past into the present, right? So there's so many different reasons and different ways and different things, but essentially like if you're going through change because the, you know, with this current energy we've had, there's been so much manifestation. So I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who can relate to me, George and Caitlin's examples here. So with that, I wanna share this with you to know that change is good. And that sometimes when we get the very things we want, it can feel really shit scary sometimes. And I know George feels that. I know I feel that. I know Caitlin feels that. Because when you've worked for something for so long, it almost feels surreal when it happens. So when that change comes around, it may feel scary because it may be the fear of loss. It could be of, oh God, I don't know if I'm gonna mess this up or I don't know, you know, whatever it is. But remember, you can't mess up what's for you. And you're, you're gonna get through it. You're gonna still get through it, no matter what it is. You're gonna get through it, you're gonna show up, and you're still gonna do the best you can because you're always exactly where you're meant to be. So I think take the pressure off yourself. Take the pressure off yourself and relax into it. Relax into the present moment, as Cameron said, and just enjoy it for what it is. Like, enjoy each day and each blessing that comes. Enjoy each conversation that comes. Enjoy each moment that comes enjoy those times where you sit in reflection and you're like wow six months ago my life was like that and wow here I am like enjoy all of those things because you know life goes on life gets busy and you never want to get to a place where you're not taking time to just sit and observe and to just sit and be still and remember those things right have that gratitude and appreciation for life because it's bloody magical right so take the time to slow down And if you are in that process of change, I hope this has given you some, you know, some guidance and some maybe reassurance that even some of the best spiritual gurus out there will have fears. They will feel scared when they get the very things they want because we're like, oh my God, we've put all that energy into everything we've wanted and now it's here, like, whoa. And you don't, you know, there's no rule book with life. There's no manual. So when you do like step into a new phase of your life, like we all have, and I'm sure so many of you have as well, you have to learn on the job. And that's sometimes the scariest part, right? Where, you know, Virgo self here wants the manual, wants the instruction booklet. (laughs) That's not one. (laughs) The universe is like, surprise, you've got to wing this, babes. And so much beauty can come from that because really it's encouraging us to trust in ourselves. It's encouraging us to actually go within and realize like we have the potential and power to deal with everything. We really do. Like we are our best gurus at the end of the day. We have every tool, every everything we need within us. Yes, we have those helpful reminders on the outside, you know, hello, I'm a helpful reminder to you guys, but you have the power within you to navigate everything. Absolutely, your intuition is your, you know, your handbook, your intuition is your guidebook to life and it will never do you wrong. And also, you know, tuning into that intuition of like, yes, your nervous system, but your intuition is also going to help with that nervous system response in terms of whatever things are meant for you, like how it feels. So listen, 
be still and listen and if you're not sure then just take it moment to moment and go decision day by day hour by hour whatever it is until you do know what your decision is until you do know what you're doing until you do know the steps to take there's no rush so change can be exciting and change is what is needed to you know cultivate the lives that we need to create the space and you know I look at all of me George and Caitlin's journeys the last six months and George has made massive change in his life to facilitate that you know his desire coming in massive he did a lot of inner work myself masses of inner work uphold my whole work schedule and you know really dedicated the last few months to my health to myself to creating space, not necessarily for desires, but like making sure I was healthy and making sure I was looking after myself and putting myself first essentially. And you know, a lot of that came with inner work as well. And Caitlin, exactly the same, made massive changes in her career, massive changes. Like I think probably Caitlin was the most ballsiest out of all of us, if I'm honest, Um, and literally, like was like I am no and you've probably heard me talk about this on the podcast before where we made the decision to give no fucks and we made big ballsy moves and six months later neither of us regret it neither of us regret it because those big ballsy moves brought the big ballsy manifestations we wanted right so I look at those three examples there and see the massive change that took place in all three of our examples in order for those big, massive manifestations to come in. Um, Did we do those things to manifest those things? No, definitely not. We did it for ourselves, of course. Everything has to be for self first, not with an agenda. But from that selfless act, from that need of taking care of ourselves and honouring ourselves, and Caitlin experienced massive burnout. I had burnout and chronic stress. Um, George luckily didn't. His was different. His was just inner work. But, you know we had to honour that, but from both of us really stopping and not being the overproductive Virgos that we are and actually going against every Virgo grain in our body to heal, to rest, to create the space, to really honour ourselves and say, we're not doing this anymore. You can see how that has impacted our lives like massively massively oh my god massively so for me it's amazing to see like all of our growth and commitment and be like wow like that's actually what I mean obviously we know this anyway but when you can look at you know like real life examples of just three friends who have done all of this it makes me really proud and you know I see this in my clients all the time but I also see people who don't commit to it long term and who want all the the abundance and change and healing but aren't always prepared to see it through. So this is your reminder of look at us who saw it through. Look at us who for six months did inner work, worked with coaches, worked with healers, worked on ourselves, used our own tools and modalities too, worked with one another sometimes. Um, And you know, I'm not just saying all of this is down to inner work, but I think in all three cases, it was a lot of, you know, healing and releasing and an awareness of, you know, me and Caitlin's working habits, for example, and putting our energy into things that wasn't serving us. So awareness was a lot of it as well. And I think there's probably a million contributing factors to all of it, of course. 
um, you know, of inspired action, of taking action towards those dreams as well, not, you know, trusting in divine timing, I know was a lot of it. Um, you know, for me and George, divine timing was a massive part of it. And, you know, really trusting that process. There were times along this journey that me and Caitlin were both like, we've, we're trusting, man, like what's happening? And eventually, when you least suspect it, boom, it happens. And it happens with speed. Me and George witnessed how freaking speedy the universe can be when it really wants to. So trust in that. Trust in the speediness of what's meant for you. Trust in divine timing. Trust in, you know, dedicating time to yourself, like dedicating energy to yourself, because I think that's what all of us did. And I do think that is a massive, probably big reason of why we are here now with these stories is because of we dedicated the energy to ourselves. Instead of chasing those dreams, instead of forcing, we were just like, nah, we need to slow down. Yes, take inspired action towards them, but actually deal with the main issue first, which was either overworking or putting energy into the wrong things or inner work, whatever it was. So I hope this is inspired. I hope this has made sense. And I hope that obviously you can see the power of the moon cycles and the power of manifestation, of course, and, you know, astrology as well, because all of these things were in the cooker and, and building momentum through eclipse season um, as you know, powerful as eclipse season can be sometimes, you know, eclipse season is positive as well. It's it's always a positive in the grand scheme of things, of course. But, you know, people get married, people get into relationships, have babies, get engaged, win awards, like loads of things happen positively in eclipse season, as well as the turbulent things you see as well. So it's all about, you know, what needs to come up again? What house is that eclipse in? What is the theme of the eclipse for you? So there are lots of things that can contribute to what experience you have. But for all of us, that momentum was building throughout that. So then come summer solstice, the time of receiving, um, and that full moon in Capricorn, I mean, it was just mind blowing when we sat down and actually reflected upon all this. So I wanna challenge you to reflect with your buddies, your spiritual sisters and friends. And of course, um, you know, if if you're not surrounded by people like that, then I do have my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can meet like-minded people and share, you know, your stories and your musings and reflections too. So do sit down and think about the last six months and say, okay, new moon in January, what was I cultivating? was I worried about? What was I complaining about maybe? What was I wanting to call in this year? And where am I now here in this full moon in Capricorn just gone here in June after the summer solstice, after the eclipse? What? How is that manifested in my life now? And then if we're going to solstice it up, you can look at the next six months and say, okay, from this full moon in Capricorn now releasing until the new moon in Capricorn, which I think would be January. I'm not the astrologer here. I'm sure it would be January or it could be the end of December, depending on when the new moon falls. In the next six months, what can you look at cultivating now? What can you release and let go of and cultivate to be able to manifest your desires in the next six months of this year as we head towards the winter solstice? So that really is that summer solstice energy of what can you plant now? What inspired action and grounded earthly energy of the Capricorn can you take to now see the rest of the year through and bring the rest of your desires into fruition? So it's a great reflection stop point this time of year to look at the last six months, what's worked well, 
what's coming to fruition, express that gratitude obviously, but also how can you take that in an earthly grounded way moving forwards into the latter part of the year to bring in everything else that you wanna work on and your focus is now. So I hope that this has given you some motivation, some inspiration, and hopefully a good reminder um, for you to check in with yourself. And I really do hope you can have those moments of, oh my God, yeah, that's happened for me too. And please do come and tell me, tell me on Instagram your successes, what's happened for you if this episode has resonated with you, of course. Come into the Law of Attraction support group, do the same. I love to hear you guys' success stories, your manifestations, and whether this episode has resonated with you as well. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love guys. 